Welcome to the Takes 5 postcast from Fortinet. The deal is simple. You give us few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity insights based on the current trends impacting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience acquired by the Fortinet Field CISO team, focusing on the cybersecurity strategies for addressing cyber risks. I'm your host, Alan Sanchez, IMIA's Field CISO for Fortinet, and today we're talking with Jamie Chanaga, Fortinet's Field CISO, my colleague for LATAM, Canada and the Caribbean. And he's talking about the cybersecurity strategies for addressing cyber risk in these regions. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you, Alan. Thank you so much for uh, uh, having me here today, speaking with all of our friends that are listening to us. So how about you would describe what is at risk? Should there be any cyber attack in the regions you're covering, Atam, Canada, and the Caribbean? That's a great question, you know, and having had the opportunity to travel through the region over the last year and into this year and speaking with not only the public sector leaders, but also private sector leaders, there is a very big concern when it comes to critical infrastructure protection. And of course, we know that is a key part of uh, operational technologies and uh, systems that by design haven't had as much security protection. So there is a great consensus uh, in the region, uh, whether it's the Caribbean, Latin America, or Canada for protecting of critical infrastructure that is so dependent on uh, OT and uh, operational technologies. And from this experience you just described, uh, what is the top cyber threat facing organizations in, in that region right now? You know, the, the volume of cyber attacks, and we've seen this uh, not only with our 40 guard labs and the analysis that they've been able to produce on a quarterly and semi-annual basis, but we're seeing and hearing from our customers that the volume and the uh, speed at which uh, vulnerabilities and cyber attacks are happening in the region is quite alarming. If you look at uh, some of the largest economies in the region, uh, you can see very clear patterns of uh, not just uh, your typical run-of-the-mill cybercrime, but there's also been uh, some very sensational headlines over the last uh, year and a half or so where countries themselves, governments, at all levels of government have been at the focus of cyber adversaries. So when we're looking at the panorama of uh, vulnerabilities, the panorama of uh, new threats that are emerging with, at a very fast pace in the region, uh, we understand that there is a very big concern in both the public sector and the private sector for protection uh, because organizations are just not keeping up uh, with those risks, especially given the uh, talent shortage that exists in the region. According to the World Economic Forum last year, just Latin America had a uh, need for 701,000 uh, cybersecurity professionals, and those roles were available. However, there weren't enough people to fulfill those roles. So the, the skill shortage combined with the increased threats is really causing concern for many organizations in the region. 
so great that you brought this human dimension. I was at the World Economic Forum last week and I can completely confirm that. Now, cyber readiness could be a key to managing risk. Would there be an advice you would have for leaders of cyber security in Latin security and the Caribbean so that they could improve their cyber readiness? You know, cyber readiness, I, I use a different word for cyber readiness that is quite common in the vocabulary of leaders in the region, and that is resilience. You know, cyber readiness is not just being prepared for an attack, but surviving an attack. And organizations today uh, of all sizes can no longer say, I'm too small or I'm too large or I'm too local to be a threat to anyone or to be attacked by anyone. I think what organizations are finding today is that as long as they're connected to the internet, both small, medium, and large organizations are going to be targets for cyber adversaries. And I think in the context that you asked the question of cyber readiness, I think one of the keys to being prepared, being ready to respond, uh, is actually for organizations to uh, have very uh, detailed uh, incident response plans. You know, that's, that's an exercise that has become quite mundane in cybersecurity, but a lot of organizations today don't have the maturity in the region. It was interesting, I, I read uh, a statistic that in Latin America, as an example, uh, less than 1% of organizations have a named CISO. And you can see that for yourself if you look at some of the professional um, networking platforms that are out there without naming any, that you can actually find uh, that many people call themselves CISO when they have an, an, a name by their organization and their organization does not have the funding to create a, a uh, security information security working group within the organization. So I think we need more than just education. We need um, infosec awareness at all levels of organizations and more broadly within the culture of uh, countries and governments. We need uh, to continue to uh, the drumbeat, as it were, for uh, information security awareness at all levels of society so that uh, we can get that collaboration going so that we can get people interested in those careers and for organizations to be fully prepared uh, you know, for cyber readiness to managing those risks. They need to have that investment in cybersecurity. Very true. And in addition to those investments and in addition to these threats, very often complexity is the enemy here, dealing with mosaic of so could you perhaps explain some of the effective strategies that can be used to reduce complexity in the context you describe? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if we look at, uh, you know, what some of the more successful organizations are doing, both in the public and private sector in the region of Latin America, Canada, and the Caribbean, if you look at how they're uh, addressing some of these risks to, to reduce complexity, they're doing a variety of strategies. For example, um, you know, organizations are now adopting new technologies or newer technologies. They're simplifying their uh, security architectures. Uh, they are, you know, ensuring that uh, they have more visibility and more control. And one of the challenges that, that comes up when we talk about complexity is that the ecosystem today for organizations whenever they purchase 
cybersecurity solutions uh, from a technical perspective is that there's so many offerings out there. And what is very difficult for organizations is that integration to reduce that complexity and give them the visibility and the agility to respond to these very fast-paced uh, threats today. Uh, many organizations have fallen into a false sense of security because they have uh, the best of breed solutions, but they don't have that integration. And that is so key today, just as it is to have collaboration among organizations in the same uh, industry sector or with other um, sectors of uh, industry. Uh, it is very important for organizations to have uh, an ecosystem that works together. Um, you may not be able to reduce all of the technical complexity and nuances within an organization, but if you have that uh, integration, you can uh, reduce that complexity to be more agile to respond to these threats. Mm, and now, um, coming from your own perspective, because you've sat in a leadership chair in, in the region, so would you have one advice about the way you personally addressed this issue about improving the risk parameters? You know, as I've had the privilege of talking to CEOs, CIOs, CTOs, CISOs, and even some board members over the last uh, year and a half in the region, one of the uh, key things that I always uh, stress the importance of is collaboration and communication. No longer can an organization, let's say in the private sector, say the board or the, the senior leadership, expect that all of the responsibility for information security or cybersecurity fall on the head of the CISO. Uh, no longer can uh, IT departments uh, say that security is not our problem. You know, we're only concerned about keeping the lights on. And so I think generally for organizations in the private sector, one of the key uh, things that I stress a lot is that they need to have uh, great um, organizational awareness, uh, cultural awareness within the organization of information security, and they need to really align with the business goals. Many organizations have a security leadership um, uh, staff. However, that staff is usually under the IT department and not directly working with the business leaders. So I think it one of the best pieces of advice I can give to uh, cybersecurity le uh, leaders in the region is make sure that you're supporting your business. Make sure you're aligning to the business goals and helping to drive that forward uh, because security is often misperceived as being uh, uh, people that say no to everything. And that's not what we want to do with cybersecurity. We want to enable, empower, and help uh, organizations thrive uh, by ensuring that resilience and that safety and that security. On the public sector side, it's a little bit different as we understand because public sector has a different, let's say, organizational structure. Sometimes it involves uh, cha frequent changes of leadership at the political level. And so what I think is important for organizations in the public sector to do is also uh, reach out to private industry. You know, the public sector unfortunately, uh, doesn't have enough um, sometimes funds uh, to compete with the salaries in, private, in the private sector to retain top talent when it comes to cybersecurity. So one of the things that I often recommend to public sector leaders is uh, communicate, reach out, 
work with organizations in the private sector to understand the strategies that they are implementing to reduce complexity, to reduce risk. And in that spirit of collaboration and communication, we can often find a lot of value and a lot of common ground. Adding a communication and collaboration dimension, thank you for this uh, invaluable point of view coming from your own experience, Jamie. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on this episode of Take 5. For more information about cybersecurity strategies for addressing cyber risk, visit our website, fortinet.com. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital acceleration with the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including networks, endpoints, and clouds.